We are rolling. It seems like we're rolling. We're broadcasting. We are recording. We see. All right. Welcome to Wednesday in Westeros, the show where we discuss the Game of Thrones TV show and some of the books. I'm Taylor Trask. With me, I am Todd A. And uh, it's it's episode number two, and actually episode number well, two following episode number one of season six. So if you're playing the home sure game, that that was <laughs> that was just as confusing as uh, as when we started the podcast and I numbered everything all crazy like. But um, I actually I don't know if you know I think I call no I just called it a season preview last week. So that we'll just call ah, this okay. episode one. We'll be in line oh. with the show. That way it won't be confusing that our okay, podcast okay. is on episode two while we're actually discussing episode one. So we are discussing episode one, which just happened. Um, okay. Yeah. So we, should, we, should, we should just yeah. do it again then. Like, welcome to web episode one of Wednesday in Westeros. No, you, everybody knows where we are. We, yeah. the, show has just, the show has just aired episode one. It's, we're recording this on a Monday. You and I both, I'm assuming you saw it last night, close to I, airing or, or near airing? I did, yes, yes. Excellent. And I, I fired up my HBO Now subscription on iTunes, dusted that off. I haven't used it since last season. So it's, <laughs> I had to go back through there and make sure credit card information, everything was good. Um, but I guess let's just start with, with broad reactions. And in, in a word or two, what what did you feel? What did you think? Uh, I, <laughs> um, boy, that's sort of – I. I it's a downer to start on. I feel like Aww. the show started out. I mean, the actual episode started out so exciting and great, and mm. uh, and and ended in in, in a very. Uh, I, I just I didn't care for that ending. I didn't like it. Just sort of sucked all the energy out of the show. Um, mm. How, what did you think about that? I I. I'm just writing a note in our show notes as we go. Um, I actually was, I thought it was exactly what, it, what I was expecting, um, okay. which was a, and if you think about every episode one of the show, the last five seasons has always been a, almost like a greatest hits, right? It's like, Hey, yeah. we're going to, we're going to bounce through all the scenes and show you where everybody is. And then, you know, in episode two, episode three, they start to get more into the, you know, following, you know, specific storylines, you know, in a longer fashion, maybe skipping a beat here or there, skipping a character, an episode. So I feel like this was, I expected this uh, as it was going, you know, as, as you know, they, I knew they weren't going to come back, back to the, the wall until the end of the episode. I knew we weren't going to get Jon Snow resurrected yet. Um, I feel like that's coming next time. Uh, <laughs> it, it was funny I, because next- as it started, I thought, Oh my God, is this going to be, the entire episode at the wall. And I was, I was confronting these like conflicting feelings of actually that would be really cool with, you know, like I'm thinking to myself, every time they do an all wall episode, it's very yeah. cool. And, yeah. Yeah. but but then, you know, inside I was like, no, but we got to catch up with all those people. Plus the preview showed all those people. I know they're going to catch up, yeah. and, but I'm like, yeah. Oh, but it would be so great if they just stayed here and showed, you know, whatever it is, that's going to happen. But I know that's just me sort of preloading, I you think we're mind. getting that next. I think we're getting that next week. I think we're going to get either a half, a half and half, where one like half yeah. at the wall and half like a King's Landing, um, with maybe like you know a little teaser with Daenerys at the end, or maybe half with John, half with Daenerys. Like I think, I think 
that's where we're we're sort of going. I do think this episode very definitive, very definitively exposed what was we just the weak spots, the weak storylines, the weak characters. You could look at each scene kind of stacked up if you get against each other and go, well, this doesn't matter anymore. This doesn't matter anymore. This is awesome. So, for example, we go from the you know the opening at the at the wall where Davos is you know kind of. He's, he finds John's body. By the way, that long shot, that extra long shot into the of them swooping the, in, well, that was amazing. Oh my yeah, god, that yeah. it was that was like Alfonso Cuaron esque, just that nice, <laughs> beautiful sweep. And then you can't. They, I mean, they were seamless with the CGI, so you couldn't tell where the set began and the the CG you know ended. It was gorgeous. Well, and, um, and there was, I, and I'll say too, I love when seasons of shows pick up from the moment they left off. Yeah. And yeah. so just when that swooping came in, you know, and, and I'm like taking in the scene, I was like, this is awesome. I mean, it's yeah. like, it is like a raven is flying in on the scene we we just last left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they, if that's some of that was just drone work because I felt like that yeah. was some of it landed just felt like it could have been an HD drone or something. So cinematography for the whole episode was just fantastic. I loved every, I loved all the shots. I wonder if it's somebody new or if it's a, a director they haven't used for a while. I should go back and look, but it was, huh. it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact, and I was, for me, the big test of the night was going to be whether or not they started at the wall. Um, because right. based on last season, I could have very easily have been the last 10 minutes. And they would have, you know, they would have made you wait for that any of them but the fact they started there makes me go okay there i have this I, I feel like that is kind of a sign of trust that okay this we're gonna get to things a little bit faster than normal um you know so do you want to just go through the episode beat by beat well, or i mean do you I like to, let's let's just start there because i like um i like that you say that because uh i <laughs> i mean it's not that i it's not that I, I I don't trust what they're doing, although I'm a little reserved about it. But mm-hmm. um, I I guess I didn't see them starting at the wall as uh, giving us what we wanted. I saw it as screwing us the way they wanted. Mm-hmm. I am leaning towards the idea that Jon Snow is not coming back. Really? And that that whole like sort of jokey <laughs> on screen you know like the he was on set we saw kit harrington up there yeah we've seen was, pictures he, of him on set in battle attire though like that well, like leading unless know. that was just all staged i here here's the thing there is I, no way they leave him to die there is no possible way i it would be it would be un, unprecedented it would be it would be like I'm trying well, to think of another uh, <laughs> another analogy or another another sort of representation of this because he is he a he's a main character. I'm not saying that guarantees you life, but it guarantees you life until the the last season. Um, he's main character. They built this up purposely as a as a plot point. Yeah, they built him up as a character as a plot point. He's invested in too many storylines that are important for him just to simply die uneventfully. Um, I it's headed it's too many things are lining up to exactly for this to to go down it if anything he won't be resurrected the way we all think but it's gonna happen I well, I just don't see any way around it I don't I don't disagree with that I'm not like fully in this camp that said but you know I'm not fully in the camp that says he's not coming back period I'm just leaning toward, is there a camp is I'm there just, a camp that's saying that 
Is there a group well, of people? I, what I thought was so funny was that I got warming feedback from two different marshmallows groups of people, <laughs> two different groups of friends today. One who are adamant if they don't bring Jon Snow back, I'm never watching again. And then this mm-hmm. this one, my friend Ernesto, shocked me when he said, "If they bring Jon Snow back, I'm never watching the show again." I just if they he, bring him back, is that yes, watching it? He doesn't. Why he, the things he loves about the show, which I, I totally respect. He he said he loves it that they're all human and frail, and no one has this superpower that makes them like immortal and super strong and can solve Except everything. Except Daenerys, who can walk out of a flame after being burned to death. But he he brought up this great point of like, but the dragons do get hurt, and they can be like chained yeah. and captured and stuff. And I and, and you know, and I I. I thought it was like, a, I'm glad he's holding on to that perspective because I felt like, well, we'd sort of shifted over the last couple of seasons to where the stakes were so big and, you know, that we were we were absolutely going to see some kind of super heroic efforts. Um, so he's definitely, in the, I would say, in the minority of people who say they're not going to watch if John comes back. But I got to I got to understand that opinion. I mean, I think that's a that's a good call of, you I know, think there's too many. There are too many examples of magic at work to reinforce strength or protection. I mean, like, yeah. why even have the Thoros of Mirror storyline at all if that wasn't meant to but there's so set up something like else that. in the future? You know, which is, uh, I guess that's where my opinion on last night's episode was, was they, um, I, you know, again, I'm, I'm wrestling with that word trust. Like, do I trust the, you know, mm-hmm. story runners to, or the showrunners to take us where – to the right place, not not necessarily the place I want to go, but like a place that resolves it all. And I just felt like they, as the episode un you know uh, unwound last night, they really just sucked the air out of it, especially with that mm. last scene. Um, which I guess well, let's talk about that. Let's, oh let's, yeah, sure. Let's jump at that right now because because this this episode was bookended by the wall, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, again, I feel like that. You know, it's it follows their formula from seasons past, um, but it, at least it wasn't we're going to leave the wall to the very end and just give it lip service. Which, right. if they had done that, then I would have been much more convinced that they weren't going to bring John back until like you know, episode ten or yeah. something. So the fact that they are bookending it, they're giving it more time to breathe right off the bat. It, it suggests to me that either next week or episode three, at the absolute latest, he will be among us again or among the you know characters again i think we but should that, start like a todd and taylor uh betting pool on this and see if we get some <laughs> action on like what episode will they bring him back or that's a great you know, idea or, or the odds favoring that they just won't bring him back at all i guess i just felt uh, like what you know they were like uh, like joe robinson from uh I, I, vanity fair in her write-up last night had, had pointed out um that they titled the episode the red woman so yeah. they were almost planting that idea in everyone's head they open yep. on Jon Snow. You know it's called the Red Woman, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, if, you know that's probably why it's titled that." She's going to bring him back to life, but then of course yeah, it exactly. turns out to be that she has this different reveal at the end of the episode. So they're kind of screwing with us again. And and I don't mind that. I don't mind that because that's that that is because you're trusting in the next before. couple of episodes they're going to bring him yeah. back. But and I'm like, if you don't, guys want to have your if you want to have your fun go ahead um you know that's they wanted to show off the fact that they they don't have the books anymore they can kind of do what they want you know they want to drop some they want to drop some mythology on us before they actually you know do the thing we all want to see they want to milk a little bit more i i'm totally down with that as long as they get to it you know no later than episode three if this is a (laughs) mid-season if this is a mid-season thing 
I love that you have a a limit on it. (laughs) Well, because it's like they got other stuff. The story has to move. There are too many things this season that have to have that have to happen, and that can't be that can't be drug out that long. And honestly, Um, that that's such a exactly what you said. There are too many things that have to happen, and for like the first twenty minutes, I was I was going holy shit, why do I like this so much? And it was because it reminded me of all the episodes that were had their their entire episode was a battle where, you yeah. know, like there's a, 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 the Battle of Blackwater and there's a couple at the wall and, um, you know, just stuff like that where you're like, oh my God, like the action is moving. And it wasn't yeah. until, uh, even when Jamie comes in with the body of Marcella and Cersei has some words with, you know, her, like, you know, before that, I... Still, I was still with the show. I was still like, you know, mm-hmm. I got it. We're shifting gears a little here. But then there was that long, not long. I mean, it wasn't even that long. But this conversation between Jamie and Cersei, and I just felt like, oh, right. Game yeah. of Thrones occasionally well, has really long dialogue and, scenes, and, and I was go. super saying, like, bored. It, it exposed it exposed the stuff that doesn't matter. The Jamie and, and Cersei right. thing, the Tyrion and, and Varys thing. Like I'm exactly. just like, oh God, we don't care. Nobody, we, Marine does not matter anymore. King's Landing, God help it. The only reason King's Landing would matter is because Elyria, whatever her name is, Sand, is on a freaking warpath now, and I almost want to see her, you know, leave I a mean, boat herself the harbor of king's landing to burn it all down to the ground like that would be cool we could just but otherwise like, we could put like if it had been the wall and then the brian and sansa scene and then the okay. thorn scene and yep. and then it went yep. back to the wall and ended with the red woman i wouldn't have yeah. thought it was such a uh uh you know like a, an ending that just sucked the air out of it but it was because we had those long like dialogue scenes you know that whole thing that that we've uh you know that we've talked about before the like just the exposition of everything was well, like, even like oh, but, man, but even like just... dead like plot dead ends right so like Tyrion yeah. and Varys that's a plot dead end like I don't know what purpose it serves to have them there or know. know that they're I mean and even or, Arya like or she's a plot and uh and uh yeah, Jorah, what's his name yeah. just you know galloping around like this was no army it was a horde yeah great we, we knew that find them why are you yeah. telling us the thing we saw happen. Well, and even even Daenerys, like that, that is that's resolving itself pretty quickly, as I hoped it would. It's not resolving it the way I, I wanted it to, but it's still, you know, there's not going to be these ten episodes of her suffering in the in the camp. Like she pretty much right off the bat was like, "This is who I am." Like, okay, cool, we're going to send you to this other place, but you know, I'm sh- she'll easily get out of that too. So it's not like, no. thank God in heaven, they're not dragging that out, right? Like, so there's going to be. You can see a pathway for her. Are you giving it? Are you giving it too much credit, though? I mean, why did they even have this scene if there's going to be an escape? You know, I don't. I mean, maybe that'll be revealed at, at the moment. Though there's too many things to keep track of, so I'm just kind of letting. I'm just kind of rolling with that. But like Arya, for example, is yeah. a plot dead end. Like I don't see. Think <laughs> about this. She's got to be. She has got to be reprimanded slash trained by the faceless men. Yep. And. It looks like they're going to go about that really slowly. You know, there wasn't even like, and maybe it was just implied, but I don't think it was implied very well that you know she's blind now as penance, but also so she, so she can learn to react to her environment. And you know, you you think I almost wanted to see the scene from Daredevil where he's like listening to people's heartbeats, you know, and knowing mm-hmm. where that girl like where was any of that? So it was just kind of this lazy sort of training kind of training scene. But you think about. Why are they training her to become a faceless man? What is she going to do when she is one? Or if she breaks away and goes rogue, what's she going to do? Like, is she just, is there a, is there a path of vengeance she's going to go on? Yeah. There's not a lot of people left for her to kill who would be on that path. So I'm I like, know. who else, 
what what where does she go from here is it just like and so it just felt like it does much feel as I dug aria in the past like i don't i don't care anymore well so it's like yeah what one thing is that is that problem that i brought up in our last episode which is it takes them so long to resolve a conflict that we just don't care about yeah. the resolution when yeah. it happens and so this is one of those vengeance moments where this is aria who for you know four and a half seasons went to sleep like you know listing the names of the people she was going to kill in her yeah. revenge and like you pointed yeah. out like most of them are dead and not like she didn't have anything to do with it, and she's she got one over in Essos, and she's blind, and and then the other thing is this training thing. She has a serial Pharrell is season one. I mean, this yeah. is six years later. She's still yeah. training, and the thing yeah. I you know like one of the, the trope I hate the most in fantasy literature and movies is when everyone has to walk somewhere. You know, yeah. and it's like, well, oh, my God, so, Lord of the Rings, then exa- that is the worst part <laughs> of that whole thing, you know, because it's like God, the walking part. We just and the book is so funny in Lord of the Rings where it's like, you know, after six months of walking, they finally arrived at their adventure. Why would you even put that in there, man? Your world can be tiny. Yeah. Who cares? But I so definitely every time that happened, like where it was like the Hound and Aria or whatever in the books, I'm just going, please just get there. But so yeah, now she's yeah. just been training forever, and it's like just get there, you know. I mean, Luke Skywalker was a Jedi in ninety minutes flat. That's a pretty well. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, he, yeah. I, I mean, well, you know, technically, he wasn't a Jedi until halfway through movie two, right? Or sure. no, actually, I take that back. He wasn't a Jedi, quote unquote, until the beginning of Return of the Jedi, because he actually asked Yoda point blank, "So I'm a Jedi now." That's like, still almost, less you know, hours. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you know, I, I mean, you know, you take my point is that like, yeah, 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 we get that like it takes someone a long time to become a ninja, but this is fiction, so well, wrap it up. let me just you know, like, speed I also, it up a little bit. I also cannot stand the actress who's playing her, the other, the other uh, student. Yeah, she drives me like I just want Eric to beat well, the living crap out of her, and, and just, I can't even tell like oh. is she another student or is she a master? And if she's a master, then why does she appear to be sort of the student servant person? That you know, it's like what is her relationship at all? Why? I mean, is she is she Jack and Hagar in disguise? Like who knows anymore? I, I and that's know. what I'm saying. And everything cares? is so wishy washy and ill defined in that whole storyline. I'm just like I don't I don't know what to expect from this anymore. And again, right. we got to start looking at this show in the, in the lens that I looked at lost as it was wrapping up and that there is one more season that will probably be split into two. So basically 10 more episodes after this, let's just assume 10 let's, to 12 yeah, let's more. Guess well, we've got 10 this season and then maybe another plus, 10. plus another 10. Right. That's a lot of time to tell, tell a lot of stuff, but there's some big tent pole moments that they're going to yeah. give entire episodes for next year or next year especially so it's like what are you going to waste your time on that's not if, if you're going to show us aria there better be something crucial for her to come back to that that involves her somehow like, i don't want to just see some little tag at the end of you know once the white walkers are defeated or however that goes down like i don't want to see some tag of aria still at the school learning how to be a you know and she'll <laughs> one day she'll win I'm just like, she I don't, I don't, it's just winter and everyone's dead and she it's yeah. just her and she's like what the hell why would that matter? So, so there's a lot of that. Let's let's talk about the scenes that you know we kind of we hinted at the first you know obviously the first the first scene, but the one that just took my breath away was the I think it was like the second scene was it second or third where Brienne comes yeah. riding in like a superhero yeah. and just like it it made that made everything 
involving her last season because last season was a lot of her running around trying to find Sansa. Right. Um, you know, her the last training of seasons, she hasn't done a lot of badass yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Brienne, and let's look at this. Brienne has been sort of sort of without a cause this whole time. Like she was Renly's, you know, knight. Yeah. Renly got killed. That was her sort of she had a crush on Renly, so it that really threw her off. She sort of stumbled into Cat uh Catelyn's uh you know stewardship. Um and that was, you know, that was just more by the fact that she was there. Yeah. So then when Catelyn died, she's like, Well, goddamn, I gotta Brienne wants to be wants to honor her oath so bad. So yeah. last season you had her like you know trying to figure out a way to free Sansa, you know, training Podrick, you know, getting him up to speed. So here we have a scene where all of this comes together, where you know Sansa and 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 Theon have been found. You know, the, the the dogs are there. Theon's trying to buy her some time. I'm so glad she didn't just start running away because I'm like, there's no way she's going to get out of this. So they find her. And then, and I honestly, as a as a viewer, was I was like, oh my god, they're gonna. T-. I thought immediately, well, they're just gonna take him back. And Ramsey's there's gonna be another four episodes of Ramsey just being a dick to, to everybody. Uh, yeah, it I didn't even occur to me that Bran was was out there, which is why it was so awesome when you heard the the score like dun, 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 dun. you know, yeah. all of a sudden she comes riding, in, and it wasn't like she was even like she rode in and gave some grand, you know big speech. She just rode in and started taking names and just yeah. kicking ass like from the beginning i, I agree um, See, and that was like there was right before that there was this there was a short scene of exposition between Roose and ramsey and yeah. Yeah. but it was so awesome like Roose like twists the knife like three times yeah. you know about like yeah. um well uh you know if you don't have a male heir then we better hope that uh little walda whoever is you know pregnant walda, yeah, boy, yeah. it's like he's just telling ramsey like we're gonna take your inheritance away from you because you've screwed yeah. up and let Sansa yeah. Stark escape, and that, and we betrayed the Lannisters just to have Sansa Stark, and et cetera. And it's like, oh, what a what a great like that was such great tense dialogue, and yeah. then to have that action yeah. right after it of Theon, and and then you know Theon stands on the run, and then when Brienne comes in, that scene, like even last week in our show, I said if we don't see Podrick again, that's fine, and he was. Yeah perfect in that scene like he's perfect. a, little, he's a yeah. little clumsy he's a little awkward but he you know but believably victorious i thought and then yeah. you know, and you can tell like all his training that last his, thing and it's like yeah exactly i felt like oh this is exactly how you're supposed to feel like you know he's not all of a sudden like a perfect knight um yeah. he, he needs theon to help him out of that last you know that last crucial moment but it was yeah. great it redeemed him brian comes in kicks ass and you know it was just yeah that whole scene was well, perfect. The most, like used the all the elements the right way. The most important part is Brienne finally, finally has her cause again. Yeah, that scene where, where Sansa was delivering the the rights to her, and you yeah. could just like Gwendolyn Christie was almost crying as a character. You could just see her go. <laughs> you could see in her face she's like, yeah, I she have a cause. Finally again. got her purpose. I, have, <laughs> I find I have something to believe in again, and the fact that Sansa was willing to give that to her. It and it like I mean this kind of unofficially. I don't know if this was as strongly implied as I took it, but I only like the Lord of the North can, can basically knight somebody in the way she did. Right. So it's like, it's almost like Sansa unofficially being, you know, taking ownership of that. I definitely do. I think that's what we were supposed to feel like that. That was Sansa becoming Lady Stark, you know? Yeah. Which is great. And and you know what? I feel like, and, and you can argue with me all day long, all the shit she went through last season scenes like that almost make it worth it because it's like here she went through all this suffering she went through all this crap you know brianne went through all this crap and now like these little moments make all of that sort of line up 
and like the thread is very clean and clear. Like, okay, we had to go through all that to get to this. And if if all of a sudden we keep seeing, you know, if they keep building the blocks like a little bit more, you know, sounds has another empowering moment, and not, you know, so, and it doesn't have to be completely rosy for her. You know, she can get beaten right. down a little bit, but if they can kind of keep giving her little Daenerys like moments where she, you know puts another brick on the wall of her confidence and her just sort of her, her journey. I feel like it will make all that stuff from last season feel more important or necessary in context, at least to me. Well, um, and it, it's one of those things too, where this scene was everything that the show does well, where it uh, parts from the books and stuff, because there is a scene. I was not as surprised as you were when the dramatic music came in, because there is a scene in the books where Yara, uh, who's named Asha, I believe in the books, the sister, um, rides in and, and frees him. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was expecting Yara and, you know, oh. I, that's what I thought was going to happen was I was like, Oh, here's where the iron islands finally come back in the storyline. Cause we know they're going to gotcha. be in it because they've cast all these people and Balon hasn't died yet. And of course he's the third yeah. slug that Melisandre cursed in that scene oh, that's from like right. three years ago or whatever. So well, that's... We, we know he's got to die. So I really, I kind of, you know, was like, well, I know how they're getting out of this. But then when it was Brienne, I was like, that's perfect. That's yeah. what the show is supposed yeah. to do. Do like, do the more, expeditious thing in the plot don't you know don't do the george R. R. martin thing and take this like other storyline that we haven't followed up on in forever and bring it in do the thing that's yeah, like yeah. they're all in the same place it makes sense she just yep. left the battle with stannis yes that i thought it was was just do you think uh do you think stannis is officially dead yes I, it's interesting they didn't sh- they they showed it from his pov and not like a definitive sort of i agree i don't care i mean i'm glad he's i don't we don't need him but i'm just it's weird that we didn't see it happen on screen well and there was a weird thing too um that i picked up on where when ruse said to ramsey about because ramsey was mourning the you know the other girlfriend he had his side piece that uh yeah pushed off the wall um uh so ruse said to him like or or wait no, it wasn't Roos. It was the Meister. Who, you know, do you want us to bury her or burn her or something like that? And he's like, it's a good meat. Feed it to the dogs or something. Yeah. But oh, so just that, that idea of like Jesus. burning her, it was like, wait, have you guys not thought of this already? What happened to all yeah. the bodies you left on the field? Oh, if shoot. If they have yeah. not burned Stannis's army, then Stannis's army is going to be, a, you know, White Walkers. Oh, there's an interesting point. So. Wow. Maybe Stannis right. was left alone there because, but I, you know, this is one of those goofy things where it's like we know that actor has already made negative remarks about the show, and he's not yeah. on it anymore. So it's kind of like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah. love to just keep I mean, speculating fair, okay. that. I mean, I do think that there is something to that army being left out in the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, let's like hope there's so. a okay, whole, whole bunch of zombies that are gonna, uh, you know, get reawakened. But that's a, again, these are these little moments where now that they don't have the books, they can they can go, oh, yeah, that is a good point. Let's do that. You know, right. um, I'm still I'm still pissed that the scene last that I thought the um, the army that was coming to meet Stannis's was, in fact, uh, Littlefinger's army from the from the right. Or the, what to that? Yeah, I could have swore because when they came rolling, I'm like, oh, my God, Littlefinger's here to fight Stannis. And then, no. It was. I'm just like, okay. Well, hopefully that'll come around again at some point. Yeah, I just, that's what I. If, when we see Littlefinger again, like he's. That's the other side of this too. He it, the next time he appears, I want some consequences to what he's up to. Like he can't just keep moving in and out of the story. Like you know, 
like he's puck from Midsummer Night's right. Dream, where he can just kind of do whatever he wants. Like he's got to be able to. There's got to be some tangible something going on with before his consequence. Well, so I'll I, tell I've you, got that there too. That relates, uh, you know, sort of to this this comment that I had made a note about, um, which I, I'm fairly sure it was in Jezebel, and I did not bookmark it, but it was just such a great short post explaining, you know, quote, what's wrong with Game of Thrones, and this, and the author said, really simply. What's wrong is that none of them are in the same place. Yeah. And what made those first couple of seasons great and made the third season pretty good was that they were all, you know, it was like all that dialogue and like infighting and backstabbing and like it was all these great characters interacting with each other. And then what's happened over the last two years is they've all gotten separated. And so while I cheered a little bit at, you know, and I, I feel exactly like you feel like Brienne, like tearing up when she meets Sansa because it's like now her her role and purpose is restored but it was also like oh thank god the two interesting people are back together <laughs> like yeah you know because yeah. even last season with Theon being Reek and it's like he wasn't the you know we weren't getting the interaction that we wanted from him and Sansa or him and Ramsey or what you know it's like oh, everything's kind of changed Arya's in one place John's in one place um, you know, Jamie had left Cersei for the first time in four years, basically, and yeah. everyone was split up. And that comment is just that re- just obviously really resonated with me because I think they they nailed exactly what I've been feeling, which is you yeah. know, it's still the same cool people, but they're not yeah, yeah. together. Well, so we little, seen, so we the little finger thing. I, yeah, we haven't seen Varys and Littlefinger like, but like there was all those like small council scenes where Tyrion oh, and Varys they were and, so and uh, all those guys could like kind of hang out and like you know trade barbs with each other, trade you know trade ideas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll see a little of that. What, well, and of so Jamie I mean, Littlefinger, his whole purpose is like that is needling other people, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. he's so much more interesting when he's needling someone like Ned Stark, like all those ideas yeah. he put in his head in the first uh, season and. And then, yeah, like all the interactions with Varys and then, oh, man, that speech he gives during the climb episode. Anyway, but yeah, I just, you know, he needs to come back in and interact with people. It's that's Littlefinger's role. Speaking of um, Jamie and Cersei. Yeah. Uh, do you. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate I'm just trying to think of how, how, how I want to say this. Like, I appreciate Lena, like Lena Hedy's or Hedy's acting, you know, yeah. when she finds out that her daughter is dead. Um, yeah. You know, sort of the, the the look of sadness, but also sort of inevitability in her eyes. And she's like, well, you know, I knew this would happen. The witch told me this would happen and it's happened yeah. and that, God damn it. Uh, I, but it, it, I don't feel anything for those characters at all. Like, I don't care yeah. if the faith, you know, if the faithful you burn it down. I don't care if they kill the, like anything going on at King's Landing right now is just not important and not interesting. Well, I it's mean, not going to matter in the grand scheme of things. I just don't care. I just... Um, that just plays into that same thing of like by the time they bring the you know the the connect the the plot to the vengeance of it or whatever it, it, we don't care you know they well, were it was so creepy do you want to see do you want to see the same like the 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 dorn you know the the ships of dorn you know attacking's landing like what what would you want to see that would make it more interesting for you like what would, I, what would make that whole that's, situation oh, that's better? a good question i do think that for several years of the show, and, and I and I guess reading the books, I felt this too, that one of the really interesting things that George Martin was doing was sort of like, you know, there was sort of a really big high-level chess game happening of winter coming and the White Walkers, you know, threatening the wall and 
and no one listening to what the Night's Watch needed. And the really interesting thing about that was it wasn't like an Avengers movie where the whole world rallies and, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they all get together and, and someone speaks some inspiring words and they go fight the big evil. It's like, no, the humans are in total chaos, like just nitpicking at each other. So, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm you know, I do sort of feel like a nostalgic for that. Like, yeah, let's get back to that thing where we realize that the rest of the kingdoms are in total chaos while this terrible thing is bearing down on them. Okay. okay. But I do, but I, but I am disconnected. I do. I, like you yeah. said, I don't care if Dorn, if the Dorn of ships come in, I'm going to be like, man, you are wasting time. Let's get, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. get this stuff what is, over did you with. Feel like, what did you feel like? Uh, what did you feel when uh, the, the big, you know, the big, aha moment of of killing doran martell and killing the guards and basically she elias am i saying her name right is it elias sand i don't i don't even remember elias sand um elias sand let me just look yeah. this up but anyway when she and her daughters you know, took over was that yeah elias elias yeah but it's there's other this is elias well that's the do- that's one of the sand snakes ah okay so no 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 is elias the one that was Alaya may be the one that was raped by the mountain or whatever. Uh, so Laria is the beloved paramour of Prince Oberyn Martell. So it is Laria is her is her actual full name. So what what did at you some think? point really like somebody to like <laughs> leave us comments that are like you fucking idiots? No, it's it's a Laria. <laughs> I haven't been listening. No, it is Google's it is Alaria, but I Alaya is um Alaya is a sand snake. Yes, she's okay. the oldest daughter. Yes, She's I've Googled that. I've confirmed it. Now I can't remember the one uh, who was uh, uh, Oberyn's sister that was raped and killed. Oh. You know, the one that he was seeking revenge for, vengeance for. R plus what equals J? What is the R plus? Uh, well, that's Lyanna. That's Lyanna Stark. Oh, R that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we've. I mean, this is the problem of the of the the whole story. Is there's so many names so and like little said, tiny vengeances and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All, all so back said to your you think, point. Yeah, does it matter? <laughs> does it matter that I mean, it was kind of a badass moment. I mean, I didn't I didn't see it coming, but at the same time, too, now it sets up this whole. Well, what does she want? And why? You know, does she? Is that going to matter at all? Are they going to attack King's Landing? Are they just going to get their asses handed to them like Stannis did? Like what? That's, where could that possibly go? It's cool that you're wondering about that because as you know, a reader, I saw it as another – I was not annoyed by it. I, you know, I, I told you before we started recording that I'd read this comment from uh, – again, from Vanity Fair's Joe Robinson about how she was you – know, like tweeted something about, I'm just, you know, hey, dear readers, I'm disappointed with this plot twist too. I was not at all because I saw it as a reader of like that's what the show needs to do. Let's cut out the you know this exposition that otherwise was going to get inserted. You know, let's short short circuit that kind of stuff, shortcut and shortcut the plot too. So yeah, I really I really like I was in that moment. I wasn't thinking of that bigger picture of like is she going to lead vengeance on the Lannisters or whatever. I saw it. At, I was just looking at it in that moment of like, oh, we got that boring guy out of that. You know that like that character's well, and, gone. We don't have to worry about this this thing getting drug out any further so i love yeah, that actor. I, I wasn't thinking the guy about who that. plays doran he was in star trek deep space now he's been in a bunch of stuff he's he was in syriana that's where i first yeah. really something i love that actor but they weren't you're right they didn't give him much to do it was um, weird he was totally underutilized and i wonder you know there's so many things in the show that make me think well did they sort of play out a whole season and then they came back to it and we're like you know what let's just 
Let's, well, here's let's my question. Tie that up. <laughs> One thing that I, I did notice, just a, a little technical thing, um, the son, the prince, like the the you know his the yes. Doran son, is he on the same boat that Jamie and and company came back on? Is that where he is? Because he's Man. on a boat when we see him and he gets killed. And I say this because I distinctly remember all three of the Sand Snakes standing on the dock at the end of last season. Uh, before Marcella was killed, so all of a sudden, two of them are now on the boat, ready to kill him. Like, how did that happen? It, maybe I'm mis- misremembering. I should go back and rewatch the last that last episode, but I could have swore they were all three on the dock, and two of them were it not. Was, I have there. no idea. Yeah. That was goofy. Well, wait, they were all three on the dock. Yeah, yeah. And they even pre- they did it in the preview for the episode last night. Yeah, yeah. Like they showed. So how the heck did they get on the boat? Because I thought what they were showing at that, I'm, I don't know if I'm misremembering or if I just misinterpreted, but there was a scene after Marcella dies where they show Ilaria drinking this little vial, and they showed it in the preview to yep. the last episode. I thought that, I guess this is just a bad memory or whatever, that she was uh, explicitly uh, killing herself with that. As in, mm. I killed Marcella. And I, I know what they'll do to me when they find out, so I'm just going to oh. get rid of myself. I thought that's what she was doing, but I guess it was an antidote or something. It was so, an so antidote, or she was like she had poison ivy lipstick on or something, because she remember she kissed her. Right, she, right. She, yeah. She leans in. That was like the yeah. That was the the anti. But it was know, like I I didn't get that. You know, I didn't see that scene and go, oh yeah, that's the antidote. I just saw Man, it was like just oh, a lot that's of it just, that was sloppy. I mean, there's a lot of little sloppy. I and I, and I wonder if you know if it's like a movie where they probably filmed some explanation of how the sand snakes were on that boat with what's his name. But I was just as confused. I'm glad you bring that up because you know I saw it last night. I was like, did I miss something? I mean, <laughs> oh, it's cool. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't have to have another two episodes of them hunting the prince down uh, to, just to kill no him. Problem. I was like, I was expecting that too because I'm like, oh wait a second, where's his? Because they're like, we're gonna make sure that no weak men ever run door. And I'm like, yeah, but the sun's still out there. And then the very next thing we see is him getting killed. So I'm like, okay, thank God that they just jumped to the ch- you know cut to the chase, just got it out of the way. But how did? How did what was that magic trick? How did they get on that boat again? Assuming that boat is the same one that Jamie and hey, um, Marcella the, were on. Well, I don't. I don't think that was the case, but I don't understand. I think it's the I same, but I think it. it is because they showed the, so does the that same mean that boat. The two sand snakes are on a a boat in the harbor of King's Landing. That's what that was. What I thought because I could have swore that before they showed the prince sitting in the, his quarters, they showed the boat still docked at King's Landing. Because remember, Jamie and Mark, you know, his they took that little small yeah. little scooter out to get to the the you know the sea the seaside. But I could have swore that was a Dornish boat still hanging out there. Um, well, I mean, there definitely was a boat out there, but it's yeah. What a funny uh, plot hole for us to seize on. I yeah. um, you know the once again the wonderful Joe Robinson from Vanity Fair. One of her tweets last night was. Yes, I assume this was Littlefinger's uh, whatever. Like I think it's a boat called the Mockingbird or something like that. That's supposedly mm. silent, and fast, and you know it was just a funny. Mm. Like she was basically say, saying the same thing of like, well, the only way they could have made it out to that boat that quickly <laughs> was if they had you know Littlefinger's like secret ship and yeah, zoomed out. Yeah, um, interesting. So okay. I, I, I have a, a confirmation for us because I googled this because I was so confused about those names. There were there are two Elias. Okay. So yes, one is the oldest uh, daughter and Sand Snake, but yes, uh, I was correct. That is the sister of Oberyn 
and Doran, who uh, was murdered. So yes, the okay. same name. They they named same. Elia Sand okay. after Elia Martell, and that's why oh. the confusion. So well, thank yeah. you. Solve that. I know. I just want to really want to <laughs> make sure we bring that all together. <laughs> let's well, let's talk about because we we kind of skirted around it a little bit. Let's talk about that last scene. Um, sure. Because I when I went to you know just comment sections and, and reviews post post watching it, the thing I kept seeing was, oh my god, that last scene is going to give me nightmares. Oh god, really? like it was a, it was something that like people were not you know I was looking for comments about Brienne about anything else, but yeah, all yeah. I kept seeing was, oh my god, an old naked woman. Oh, you know, it was just like this <laughs> terrible, oh, just all these terrible thoughts on seeing a, an old naked woman. Um, well, what was what were your what was your reaction in that moment? I mean, my reaction. You... Well, it was twofold because the first, I'm like, as soon as she started unbuttoning her dress, I'm like, oh god, not again! Like, <laughs> she just <laughs> seems to get naked randomly for random reasons. But once, once she um, sort of let her shimmer down or whatever you want to call it, um, and you saw that, I kind of, it kind of occurred to me, I'm like, oh my god, she's naked all these times because she wants to see herself that way, not how she yeah. actually is. Which is kind of, again, that sort of back validates. Any of that gratuitous stuff, you know, and you know, even if that wasn't their intent originally, it validates it. It's like, oh, okay, I, you know what, that yeah. makes that makes it okay. I think, I think she is a woman. Well, at first, I thought she was going to kill herself because I, I thought she took oh. some kind of serum or something at some point. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I could have swore she had like a vial that she drank something out of. Um, and I'm like, is she like going to commit to it? Is she just going to kill herself right here? Because she, but then she went into the bed. So I'm like, well, maybe. Is she still going to be alive? I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like it was one of those things that it revealed to us that she is way older than she and we think she is. She's been around for a long time. Um, and how could she be so wrong about Stannis if she's been around this you know this whole time? So I feel like my optimistic sort of hope from the, from this thing is that she, you know, the, the reason that was called the Red Woman is because that's part one of two. Right. So part one is hey. She she is is just like Brienne. She is lost in terms of you know her her own abilities, her confidence, her her knowledge of the future of what's to be. She and 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 that was her most vulnerable moment. So we saw it. You know, we saw the physicality of that vulnerability on display for all of us to see. Right. And part two of this is when Davos comes to get her. She's going to be ready to go to make amends to make to make good on this. And if that means she sacrifices her life to bring Jon Snow back, that's what she does. I feel yeah. like that's she's she's in that mode now. Like we we there's not going to be any of her riddles and bullshit. Like I think she's yeah. ready to to jump in now and be you know fully commit to to making this happen. Um, that's my that's my hope. That's if I was writing this, that's where I would take it. Uh, I don't know if that's what they're what they're thinking. But I again, my my quiet confidence is that's where it, it'll make more sense once we see next week. Well, yeah, I'm going to invoke this name once again because if you are not reading Joanna Robinson's <laughs> Vanity Fair write-ups, they're so perfect, man. And she's publishing them like the night of the show. Nice. I don't know if she did that last season, but um, are yeah. they all just individual tweets or what? How she did? No, no, no. I mean, I, I follow her on Twitter, so I do, you know, like see her reaction. Well, last night I tuned out of Twitter because I caught up like you know an hour or two after the show aired, so. I was scrolling through the tweets after I watched it and ran into all her stuff. Um, but no vanity fair. Like she publishes an article right when the episode ends. And last night's was uh, really dug into the red woman 
uh, myth and everything. So she she just says a couple of really great things. Like if you want to read a little bit more about you know speculation of who this person might be related let's, to let's or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we totally will. I mean, she you know she points out that like there there were hints for the show viewers that Melisandre was pretty old and in fact there were like interviews with that actress where she said yeah she's several hundred years old um yeah and readers i guess knew her as i just i don't remember this but uh you know it doesn't i wasn't uh i was i was just as surprised in the moment i guess but i you know i I sort of like got it like you know i don't know how everyone else so you know i just was like oh right of course she's very old you know she um but uh I just in that moment in that scene, I wanted more. I wanted some yeah. other magic. And I like your thought, your hope, which is a crazy thing to have with Game of Thrones, that like <laughs> it's all we part, have anymore, Todd. A part two Sorry. coming. <laughs> but um I I you know, I even if they weren't gonna resurrect John last night, which I said last week in our preview, I was like, Yeah, they better just do it first scene, you know. But even if that's never – even if it doesn't happen this season or whatever, I still hope there was going to be something else there. I mean it could have just been her looking in the flames. I don't know. But just yeah. the fact that she naked – you know, in the coldest place on earth yeah, seriously. is naked and then gets into bed, I was like – well, that was a super stupid ending. <laughs> well, she's already said that, like you know, the the the, the heat of Rale, you know Raliar is in, within her or something, so she doesn't get cold. Yeah, um, Rahalar. Yeah, yeah, Rahalar. But it's it's I, I again the, the if you think of like, why would why would they write that? Why would that be there if not to take? Because here's a woman, and it, it's it's especially cool too because she's a character who's been nothing but arrogant this entire time. Yeah, she's been. Up until she's physically had to like see, you know, she saw Stannis get his ass handed to him, in that yeah. last episode of last season where she kind of rides into uh, Castle Black just dejected. That was kind of yeah. the first time we'd ever seen her anything but, you know, I I speak for the Lord of Light and I know exactly what's going to happen. And you know, right. I you know, she's just been walking on a big cocky mess. And so last night was the most vulnerable she has ever been. Uh, yeah, that is um, a really good point. And you know, I so think- it's like. I, I think there's another part to it too. I, I love that idea that that we they showed her vulnerable. I I read it as this other part of like you you we see her as like some like somehow making mistakes with Stannis. Yeah. Like is she actually magic at all? And then last night it was like, oh yeah, she is. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that to me was like confirmation of her well, her well, actual no, magic that- ability. Well, we had that when that when she gave birth to the ghost baby that Davos exactly. Witnessed. So we know yeah. that she can do stuff, but I just I don't know. It, it, it added a new dimension to her character, both in terms of her abilities, but also just her, you know, where she is in her headspace right now. Yeah. So again, it's if 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 we're gonna see, you know, and maybe John's been dead too long for a proper just you know throw us a mirror um, kind of thing. Maybe maybe she's got to like Carnival style give her life for him yeah. to to live, you know, and maybe that's. And I'm hoping, honest to God, I really hope the resurrection scene is, is not just simply her passing her life to him. I hope maybe, you know, maybe that happens and they, they're like, oh, and then they all realize that didn't do anything at least yet. <laughs> and they take John, they burn the body. And then out of that fire comes the new Jon Snow, you know, Oh man, he is part Targaryen. So yeah, he, I think, and that's, he could that's be how, burnt, uh, right? and you know, maybe again, and what I'm saying is maybe, it, maybe it takes till episode three because 
before that final reveal of him walking out of the flames, we've got to see the whole flashback to Ned at the tower of oh, what you know with the yeah where they kept her. I forget the tower of that hand, right? Hand, yeah, or something. something. Um, oh, 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 where oh, where he's a uh, um uh, right where uh Liana Tower of Joy kept. or something like that, isn't it? Tower yeah, yeah. Where um, Rygar kept Liana, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so showing us that or maybe that's maybe the the cliff the cliff note on next episode is him walking out of the fire and then the very first thing we see in episode three is the flashback so we now know like why he walked out of the fire you know because a lot of the people who haven't read the books who have no idea of r plus you know uh l l equals j like they don't know what that is so they got it we got to be a little bit more there's got to be a bit more obvious sort of backstory to why that they're, is they're or definitely why. gonna have to explain that i think you know yeah so so i feel like when you look at just the, the beats and the logic of the story and like when that has to happen for, you know, for that to get out of the way so that John can be, you know, you know, go to war with Stanza or whatever he needs to do. Like that only is going to happen pretty quick. Cause then, you know, we're going to have five more episodes where the rest of his journey, the season has to happen. So let's just get it. I, I, I'm, I just, I, I have, n- I have no hope for this. It's, it's weird. Cause I have all the hope. Like I, I'm so, <laughs> optimistic like like i don't know what it was but just like watching that episode going okay okay uh you know i i feel like i i feel like this this is all gonna and it may not happen exactly like i'm thinking but i feel like they they have a plan and it's going to be one that we all when this is all done we're gonna be like oh thank god thank god they kind of amended their ways from season five and you know very confidently went forward without the books i again if it turns out that it's another lost I will be the first to admit it and and you know bitch about it and and create some kind of <laughs> society where we make sure this never happens again. I you know whatever. So yeah, no, <laughs> we gotta have rules to this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you you're right. We're we're basing a lot of this. John is alive. Will come back on on set photos. You yeah. know, and if we didn't have that, yeah. I would be like. 98% after last night I would have been, I would have said no way is he coming back. I still would have said he was coming back. I just it may have taken a lot longer. I I do sense that the I I hear in your in your tone the tone with which I spoke of book 6 last year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's so, pages. Pages. No dude, I read the chapters. <laughs> Um, but you know, but but like we have seen the set photos, you know, of yeah, him yeah, in yeah. what looked like winter green or pff, winter green, winter fell green, <laughs> winter green and fresh. Right? So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we do think that there's some battle, but I mean, just given the way that other things have gone, it this might that might be the what we've called the Ned's head moment of this season. Yeah, it might be episode battle. nine yeah. where he just you know but you know walks confidently out onto the battlefield and we're like what the hell and i'd be fine with that because that would mean all of this other stuff is, is done sooner than later right so it's i'm totally yeah. cool with him with ned's head being you know the battle for winterfell that's i'm totally fine with that and in fact it would be awesome if, if ned's head and for our listeners who don't know what we're talking about every season there is the <laughs> ned's head episode which is what nine episode yeah nine? it's always like the ninth episode they did switch it up a couple of years ago and there was like a real dramatic eight you know, there's oh, a sure. big it's, it's the, battle in eight. Not the last episode, but it's the prior one. Is it's its namesake is season one episode nine is when Ned Stark's head is cut off. Yeah, uh, to the shock of everybody because it seems like such a big cliffhanger moment. They put it, you know, much before you think it would happen. So every season there's a Ned's head moment of some kind, and we always yeah you know, figure 
or what it is. Yeah. I would be totally happy if the battle for Winterfell was was the Ned's head moment, and then the the kind of the the great you know the period at the end of that statement is all those dead bodies come back to life, and well, you know that's yeah. when that would occur. You know, there's this funny thing that we didn't talk about last week, and that I just brought up briefly, which is uh, just from the casting again. We know that there's going to be this whole Greyjoy thing. I would assume. Yeah, this what are they going to fit that in? Jesus, and that's totally right. In the books, it is just a wandering side quest that oh, doesn't have anything to do with anything. So, I I only hope that you know when I I bring this up because you're talking about a battle of Winterfell, which we're assuming would probably be Bolton's versus like Stark's wildlings and Jon Snow or something. Bolton's you know, versus everybody probably. <laughs> but, but there, yeah, there might be. Um, but maybe the Greyjoys step in and take care of it because maybe Yara has put together that like, you know, that, I mean, well, she does know that's who castrated uh, Theon and, oh, yeah. you know, she's so, but there's so much, you know, it's one of those things where so much stuff has to happen. So maybe next episode, we're going to see Balon die. Like, I don't, but it, it's been a whole season since we've seen Balon. Like, I don't I care. Know. Like, it's, again, kind of no going to remember, you know, they don't need. We will know it happens when the preview shows Melisandre dropping the slugs in the fire. Oh, uh, or, yeah. or Stannis, right. you know, I name you usurper Balon Greyjoy, the usurper yeah, rock star. Yeah. That's, that's when we'll know, like, that's it. <laughs> You're so right. It's exactly what's yeah. going to happen. And then, and then, and then you'll see him walking on this slippery, like, uh, <laughs> bridge between these two high towers during a rainstorm and you're like yep he's not gonna make it or whatever we'll give him a little bit more to do they just won't just show him just to kill him off so so fast they gotta give him some sort of you know yeah like, father are you sure you are you sure we gotta go get these like he's not my son anymore yeah you know? and there's that whole that whole thing well so he's yeah. i mean he's got to go away for euron uh, to come in, that's the casting we know about. We know someone was cast as Euron, so we know. And I'm so disappointed they did that. I'm like, we don't need it. I mean, this show could be perfectly fine without ever going back to the Iron Islands ever again. Like, we don't. Spe- need it. Uh, th- there was such a weak, like, rescue attempt when they get yeah. Theon out of the. You know, and that's the whole thing of like. That's why last night I sort of anticipated like, well, this is this is where Yara is going to be successful. Ah, sure, sure, um, or something. You know, so, some Deus Ex Machina is going to come down and rescue Theon and Sansa. I did not think they would go back to the Boltons, and and uh, yeah, you know, just the fact that they've got to put all those pieces back together that they sort of deconstructed last season is really weird. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot to look forward to. I certainly hope that both of us see things that <laughs> cheer us yeah <laughs> however that whatever that well, may be it's a great place to summarize and i think i think it, if if i'm not mistaken you you're you i'm on the optimistic side of the fence and you're on the you're on the uh wait and see i just didn't see anything last night that changed my mind okay uh, either way so i okay so maybe it's too much to categorize me as as having a negative outlook i just um i you know I I just didn't see enough, and I really did feel like whew, the wind got kind of sucked out of you know the the episode by the end. So the winds uh, of winter have blown your hope away. I they totally have, but you know <laughs> if we start getting more of the uh, Brienne rescuing the the action scenes, if uh, Arya just gets, I mean you know it's like. Eh. Yeah, there's just there's so many ends to tie up, and maybe maybe that's our perception. Maybe it's just you and you and I thinking like, oh, it's you know it's bearing down on us. They got twenty episodes. They got a they got a motor. I don't know. 
Well, they may pull a loss. You know, they may just go, you know what? The only thing that really matters is this. And the rest of it, we're, you know, we'll give you a, we'll give you a sort of a post credit sequence of sorts, but, you know, who cares? If we but, ever see, like, uh, <laughs> what's his name from the wall that I've totally forgotten about, the, the guy that John sent to the Citadel. Uh, oh, oh, my Sam, oh, my God, Sam. Yeah. Sam. There's we, a whole Sam, story Sam like, waking that. up and he's wearing, like, jeans and a T-shirt. And it's like, it was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> he stares into his uh you know his snow globe with the little castle and shakes it up and goes ah you know it never happened <laughs> that was game of thrones yeah i don't no, I I think that's a that's a good place to to end it i you know i um i i think talking about it makes me feel better about the show like i don't feel as like you know, like last night, I just was like, "No, it can't end there." <laughs> I'm like your psychiatrist. I'm your I'm your Game of Thrones psychiatrist. Is like, you know, Tommy. I mean, okay. I really needed after last season. Everything will be good. Uh, we all did. We all did. But I I am choosing to look on the on the bright side of life. Uh, to quote Eric Idle in a in a yeah. famous movie. Uh, so uh, that it's, being said, also, there's, there's also a "Life Is Shit" song in that movie. If yeah, I <laughs> yeah i guess I, all things can be summed up in monty python songs like i think yeah. all 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 of our deep questions about life about about who we are can all be summed up by by python yeah that being said where can folks find you online sir uh i'm on twitter at hey todd a and where are you on twitter well, I'm I am I am just at Taylor Trask uh, on Twitter, and we, uh, we are both at ToddandTaylor.com. That's right. Yes. that's right. And we're, we got a new website coming soon. I think uh, you and I yes. talked about that, so we'll have that going soon with all the other Todd and Taylor Show episodes for you to enjoy. Fine audio content wherever audio wherever fine podcasts are available. I need to start saying that. That's more. true. We are on iTunes somewhere. Look for Todd and Taylor Show. Yep. Um, and we're we're our home base is SoundCloud. That's the best. Like that's where we embed on Twitter and stuff. Um, and that is where we leave our show notes. So any links to, you know, references that we can remember, I'll, you know, <laughs> give all these uh, uh, links to Joanna Robinson and, and make sure everybody <laughs> reads her every week. We and we, we have to give a, another shout out because uh, I, I, I borrowed some artwork for our cover art from Babs Tar, whom I just adore her work. Uh, she has done this fantastic run on Batgirl that has just ended. Um, but she and her co-creator have moved to image with something that I don't know a lot about. So you and I will definitely be watching that because yeah. we look big image comics fans. I'm a big uh, Babs Tar fan. Uh, I did not reach out to her before we published our podcast, but I did reach out to her after we published it and said, please forgive us. Uh, so anyway, if you, uh, I've not gotten any permission or denial yet. So I'm, I'm She's leaving this as, this is just time. more, uh, this is the, me saying this now is just more, uh, you know, groveling to hope that she just blesses it she, and goes, yes, like, that if your show is good, you may keep right. it. <laughs> but she, yeah, she did this great, uh, 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 drawing of, uh, Daenerys, uh, stepping out of the flames with the dragons being born. That's what we use for our cover art. If it's not there, you know what happened. But anyway, check her out. She is on Twitter at Babstar, I believe, and online at babsbabsbabs.com. Um, and we have links to her on our SoundCloud account. So Rock definitely on. check her. Rock yeah. on. Well, this has been another episode of Wednesday in Westeros. Until next week, 
we'll see you. We need we need like a good closeout. I don't know what I don't know what yeah. to say. Well, we we'll, we'll bring the audio up right now. Boom, right now. Right now. Party, 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 party